Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. Live on SEN Track, Latrobe Valley 91.9 FM and SEN Track, Southwest Gippsland 91.3 FM. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. And it's a happy, happy Saturday morning to one and all in Gippsland. And we're live on location from the Trafalgar Football and Netball Club this morning on a wintry, windy Saturday morning. And uh, the football already underway down there. This is Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman, Wonthaggy Computers and Electrical. Click and collect now available. I'm Ian Doherty, your host for the next 60 minutes here, Saturdays in Gippsland. And Brad Sinclair, who normally joins us. On a Saturday morning and Saturday afternoon, in fact, is not with us this weekend. Sadly, Brad not feeling the best. Might have a dose of the dreaded Rona, but in his place today, a man that's uh, no stranger to this sort of thing. He's done it before here on SEN Track. It's uh, Bull and Bull and Football Club's own Cameron McFan. Cameron, good morning and welcome. Thanks for having me. No, it's a pleasure, mate. And uh, welcome, of course, on World Naked Gardening Day. Today is, in fact, so uh, that means you get out and do your gardening in the nude once a year. Is cold, so I just want to advise everybody to be very, very careful with the power tools in particular. <laughs> Although a cold day shouldn't be too much of a problem, Cam, really. Yeah, well, I'm pretty happy to spend an hour inside, to be honest, before I <laughs> go out there and play later. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get to that later on. You will be running around this afternoon with the live birds, and we called you last week, and a pretty good, uh, they're looking in pretty good shape, and this is going to be a good game in the SEN track match of the day later on this afternoon. Uh, but let's talk about some of the things that have been going on around uh, Gippsland in sport in particular. Now, talking about umpires, as we have for the last few weeks, uh, this week is Community Umpiring Week. Last week in the follower, which is the uh, footy record for the Ellenbank competition, Cam, you would have seen that yourself. They had the uh, umpires' pay rates for all the different grades, senior field and uh, or boundary and uh, goal umpire, etc., uh, they get paid reasonably well. Any thoughts of turning your hand to umpiring later on? Uh, I think it's probably not something I'd do. I'm more likely to be a cricket umpire because you can stand still. That that, that probably yeah. suits me a little bit better, I would have thought. Yeah. Uh, not real big on the running. Yeah, all right. Um, just get you to move that in a bit closer to you there, Cam, as well. That's uh, much better, mate. Hey, um... So just in terms of umpires, there are a number of milestones that have come up today or this weekend. As I see, the Sale Umpires Association are congratulating today. We pass on ours to Dan Cormack, who today runs around in his 600 game of footy as an umpire. Now, that's commitment. That's a fair effort, isn't it? So you've seen the pay rate, so I'll let you do the maths, but he's made a bit of coin out of it too, which is the important part. And in the Latrobe Valley Umpires Association today, or sorry, it was last Saturday, Steve Esler umpired his 500th game, uh, which was uh, too well done to Steve. Have you come across any of these blokes in your travels? Because you've played a bit of East Gippsland footy as well, haven't you? Yeah, I haven't. And as rude as it might sound, I probably wouldn't know. <laughs> you, you mightn't have referred to him as Steve. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm we'll... always very respectful of the umpires, though, that's as we all camp. should be. No, that's that's right, Cam. We need to be doing that this year. My uh, 50-metre penalties, mate. Exactly, exactly. And in the North Gippsland uh, football competition this afternoon out at Hay field, Pete Perillo will be umpiring his 1,000th game of footy. That's an incredible effort, isn't it? Well, he reckons he's done about 400-odd out in that district, so he's been umpiring before that, but uh, that that's an incredible effort. Yeah, 1,000 games. 1,000 games of having no mates 
you never win or lose. You don't get to sing the song after the game, but you're involved in the footy, and that's the main thing. Hey, well done to Pete, Steve, and Dan there. That's tremendous too. There was another one that I picked up on social media, and I don't know how true it actually is. We'll make mention of it. The old uh, our old mate, that stand-up comedian, the Rezies footballer, Tommy. Uh, uh, Tommy, I don't know if you have you come across him in your time. Yeah, he's the Caulfield Bears man. Is that's that, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you did a, a little bit of time in the Southern Footy League as well, Cam. So you'd know him. Not reckon I coached against him back in the uh, early part of this century. And he was a pretty good midfielder too. So all these yeah, okay. excuses of Rezzy's football, lots of stuff, it's good It's good <laughs> material. He posted last night, there's a fella called Ollie Matthews, and I can't tell you what league it is, but I think it might be the Riddle League, uh, is umpiring his 1600th game of footy today. Now, I don't know how true that actually is, but there's a photo of Ollie, and he looks like he's lived at least 1600 <laughs> tough Saturdays. So, but if that one is true, well done to uh, Ollie. That's, uh, that's a great achievement. All of them going pretty well. Hey, some of the other stuff that's been going on around uh, Canberra, you, you run this one past you as well. We note that uh, the Gormandale Football Club have secured a bit of a coup, getting uh, Jared Ruffhead to run around for them I think on the 18th of June in their game against Glen Gary. Yeah. It's part of a Carlton United Breweries promotion where there's about eight former players that are up for a draft and Glen Gary have been um, was it Glen Gary did I say? Uh, Gormandale, Gormandale been good enough yep. to pick up uh, Ruffy. So. Yeah, and I think Dalston got um, Burgoyne in that uh, mock draft yes, that they did. which yeah. would be pretty good. Now, I reckon Ruffy had a run around for... Um, Inverloch. Inverloch last it was, year, last yeah. year. And he was in reasonable nick from all reports. So that might be uh, a pretty good get from Gormandale there. I'd be keen to hear from anybody who uh, knows where some of the others have gone as well. Uh, that's good for local footy and getting out there and, and getting amongst it. Yeah. It is. I um I played a game where we had Fev when he was doing the rounds there for a while, oh, and it yeah. was it was great for the club. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, it is good. Reckon I called a game in the Southern League in Melbourne many years ago when Fev lined up for the Sandown Cobras in Division Three or Division <laughs> Four, and they'd normally get thirty people to a game, rinse it off, and they'd something like four thousand. As much money that day, the football clubs they'd made in the previous yeah. four years. And he injured his back in the warm-up, had to have a noodle, couldn't even run when they ran out on the ground. He walked, right? And we thought, oh, this bloke's taken the P15. Yep. He kicked eight goals, including yeah. the winner about 90 seconds from the end. We had him his first year he did it when he was still could have been running around for Brisbane or Carlton. And he kicked 15 against the side that Lyndon and I were competing with in the finals. And yeah. he kicked his 16th on the siren that the umpire disallowed. It disallowed Yeah, he, oh. he was unbelievable that day, that's for sure. So I think it's probably past him these days. But uh, yeah. but good to see Roughhead running around out there with Gormandale. And I'd be really, really pleased to pick up the former Hawthorne Premiership player there. Uh, a couple of other notes just going around in Gippsland too. You might have seen this one. I know this in the Latrobe Valley Express. As well, Moey last week in a one-point win over Terrelga in a low-scoring game, which is terrific. Great local rivalry, that one. Um, but they took out the Riley Pierce uh, Cup. So and it's a great report in the Latrobe uh, Valley Express. I'm just looking for it now. But uh, Riley was a former Moey player. And uh, unfortunately, due to mental health, we, uh, we lost Riley, which is uh, desperately sad. And uh, it was a great fundraiser there. They wore green socks. Uh, to uh, just as a nod to you know the mental health yep. stories that go around uh, footy, Kerry and Andrew were there to hand over the uh, trophy there for that between those two clubs uh, for Riley Chopper Pierce and what a great occasion that'd be a one point game in uh, what uh, was a really really good game of footy. Yeah, it would have been there. Going to be two of the uh, teams that are going to be thereabouts in the Gippsland League. I know 
Moe, Moe uh, holds it. They gave us a whack last year, and Terrelgan have brought in some pretty good players, so yeah, they'll yeah. be two chasing Lee and Guthy, you'd think, in that league. So you're a bit of a journeyman yourself, Cam. You've well, um, <laughs> spent a bit of time in the Southern League in uh, Gippsland and, and now running yeah, around for the Lyebirds this afternoon. I, I sound like it, but I've actually played probably 95% of my footy at Linden in East Gippsland. I've just moved around a bit the last yeah. couple of years. So so you're living where? In Warrigal. Warrigal, okay, yeah. that makes sense then. Uh, Bullen, about eight from Warrigal. Yeah, and followed Bobby out from, from Druin of course. to um, yeah. to Bullen. So. Had a bit of an impact out there. I guess we could talk about that during this afternoon's broadcast. Yeah, look, today mightn't be the best conditions-wise, uh, best day to see it, but he's probably implemented a fair bit of game-style things that are probably from a higher level, and credit to all the boys. They've bought into it really well. So hopefully as the season goes on, we're going to get better and better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No no doubt about that. And uh, you wouldn't have caught this unless you picked up the podcast of last week's call. But my co-commentator, Brad Sinclair, a big fan of Bob McCallum, and uh, gave us the call before the game. Watch his tap work in particular. He's got fantastic hands and really brings some midfielders into the game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Lang Lang game, I was lucky enough to have a good game, but it was off the back of him, basically. Yeah, yeah. He's unbelievable. That's, yeah. I, I toyed with uh, going over to England next year to watch the Ashes, and the old man said, no, you've got to keep playing with Bob. Bob. As long as he's going, you can go, go later. Yeah, and he's not a young man, Bob, but he's a, geez, he's in pretty good nick, too, and, yeah. and uh, not a little man. But he also allows Matty Gray, who was runner-up in the league BNF last year, a uh, chance to go forward and have an impact. He kicked four goals last week, so things looking all right down at the Lyrebirds, yeah? Yeah, not too bad. We'll see how we go today. It'll be a pretty big test today. I so think. he's a quietly spoken fat uh, fella, too, Bob, isn't he? He's, uh, yeah. Oh, it depends. You're smiling. <laughs> I, I, well, I guess I see him every week because I need a bloody physio to get through the games. Yeah, yeah. So I get along with him pretty well. So, yeah, he's, he is pretty quietly spoken, though, in outwardly and, look, sorry, like aside from on the field with, with footy, um, which I guess a lot of blokes are like that. But, yeah, he's quietly spoken, but he's he's definitely got the, one of the worst cases of white line fever I've is ever seen. Right? <laughs> oh, geez, a great user of the footy. I wonder what he'd said to you guys. At quarter time last week, you were playing really indirect footy and kept mm. the Magpies in the game, and uh, they got within one point about halfway through the second quarter. Yeah, uh, and then you just gassed them, one by sixty-five points. Yeah, he he did. He kept us in the game early too. Put the, I think last week the first time a lot of the boys have seen his marking around the ground, which obviously I'd seen it drawn previously. So. Yeah, he was, he was very good last week, and it's probably the first time he's given a few of the boys a bit of a rev at quarter time last week. And I think when you're usually a pretty laid-back, relaxed bloke, when you do that, it sort of does have a bit of an impact. So It's funny, in my time uh, in footy administration clubs and stuff like that, we interview coaches to, uh, you know, you're going to hire a coach or something, and they'll always tell you a hand on hip with a bit of a swagger. Yeah, I'll give the boys a spray every now and then. <laughs> it's pretty old-fashioned stuff to spray these days, isn't it? Yeah. You, the players don't want to be... You'd be one of those, yeah? Nah, I'm, I'm old school, yeah. and I can blame my dad for that, because yeah. he's an old school coach who did a fair bit through the 90s and early 2000s. I'm, I'm happy for a spray. Yeah. Um, I actually reckon my generation are a bit soft, to be honest. Well, I'm older than you, a lot, but I can remember playing uh, in Melbourne. I was petrified of my coach. <laughs> yeah. He even looked at me. You know, uh, a little bit of wee came out sometimes. I was very scared of him, but it was a different era back then, no doubt about that. Hey, you're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland here on SEN Track. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wanthaggy. Computers and electrical click and collect now available. We're going to get to a break shortly, but when we come back, we'll be here with our local sports report. If you thought that was one, we'll get uh, drilled down a little bit deeper into the scores. And then in our second half hour, we'll be uh, talking to a few of the local identities 
around this afternoon's big game here at Trafalgar Football Ground. If you're in the area, pop in and say good day. Uh, we'll be here till midday and then again from 2 until 5 for the SEN track match of the day this afternoon. Trafalgar and Bull and Bull and should be an absolute beauty. All right, time for us to get that break away. We'll be back with more right after this. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. Live on SEN Track, you're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. It is too. Welcome back to Saturdays in Gippsland Live on location here from the Trafalgar Football and Netball Club. Ian Doherty with you, Cam McFan, filling in to Brett for Brad, Brad C today. Before he runs out for the Liebirds this afternoon against Traff, should be uh, should be a good one. Hey, it's time now for our local sports report. We'll get some scores going here. Thanks to Gippsland Power Equipment, your local still specialist dealer. And why don't we start with the Ellenbank Comp Camp? If you want to give us some results from last week in senior footy, I will. So Trafalgar twenty-seven eighty defeated Katani one straight six. Uh, not a good day for Katani there. I believe Jim Williams kicked their only goal. Uh, my boys, Bull and Bullen fourteen sixteen one hundred defeated Puwong five five thirty five. And that was in the SEN track match of the day last Saturday. It was. It was. See um, McFan went all right, around all right. <laughs> no, no, he. He didn't feature much. Um, Yarrigan, 7-11, defeated Niora, 3-7. Lang Lang had a big win, 22-13-145. Neil Madanum, 2-7-19. And what I would say was the turn-up of the weekend last week. Longwari, 13-8, defeated a depleted Allenbank, 11-11-77. So alarm bells going off at Allenbank, undefeated last season, Premiers uh, uh, in 2019 before that? I don't know. Oh, no, beaten in the grand final year before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know anyone that's still at the club. I know a few people connected, and I believe they've got a lot out, so yeah. I don't reckon they'd be too worried at the moment. I think they'll come as the year goes on. Well, we saw them in round one out of Puong, and uh, they got over the line by, I think... Nine points or something. Yeah. They're not convincing, let's be honest. But yeah, um, yeah, a bit of work to do there for uh, the Eagles in the Ellenbank competition. No doubt about that. Uh, North Gippy competition. Uh, we saw Yarram uh, winners by reasonably narrow margin, fifty-seven forty-three over Sale C. Uh, Woodside fifty-point winners over Glen Gary, and uh, a major win there for Yulorn Yulorn North. Uh, um, well, one hundred and seventy odd points there. And Rosedale winners over Hayfield there. Yulon North and Churchill, the leaders in that competition, followed by uh, Woodside and Yarram. Hey, in uh, mid-Gippsland, Hill End uh, got the job done by 17 points over Newborough. And um, I think they've improved a little bit this year, Newborough as well. Yeah, they've picked up some good players, I think, from Maui. Yeah, you know, a strong win over Merbu North, 108-27. to Pretty simple. And then Morwell East, a strong win over Thorpedale, 141-60. to Tarwin, 32-point winners over Foster. Uh, Stony Creek, 30-point winners over Tura. And MDU uh, had a 50-point win over Fish Creek. MDU, first time they've beaten Fish Creek in 15 years, I believe. Yeah, I did. I read yeah. that somewhere as well, which is a, that's a tremendous effort for them, and hopefully they can build on a pretty good season. Uh, the Gippsland League, we did talk about this one earlier in the show. One-point win to Maui. Uh, over to Raugan there in the Riley Pierce Cup game, and they hung on for a one-point win there. Pepper with five goals. Uh, Maul, uh, good winners over Warrigal there, and um, Warrigal uh, still battling a little bit, but uh, the Tigers got the job done there. Uh, Wonthaggy, a big win over Druin, and uh, I did read 
this morning. Was it Druin that their uh, uh, reserves have forfeited overnight? That's oh, yeah, today's game, which is difficult. A lot of boys out, so uh, that's a, a difficult one there against Sale City. Or, or against Sale, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lee Gather two hundred and ten over Bensdale twenty five. That's um, that's a comprehensive win there. Pelicano with six majors. The Parrots, that's a really good win over Bernstahl. Yes, Bernstahl uh, were pretty heavily COVID hit last week, which probably blew the result out more than what it would have been. Yeah, it's going around, isn't it? We'll talk about that in a minute. And Sale uh, had a win over Mafra by about 18 points there as well. So Sale Footy Club going okay in the Gippsland League as well. The latter there, Lingatha and Maui uh, now opening up a bit of a lead on top. They're uh, a couple of games games clear of Wonthaggy and Terrelgan and a couple of others. So uh, that's the Gippsland League. Now, Ellen Bank, I think we've got... Um, I'll just get you flip through there so we can find the ladder. It's probably... It's still early in the season, oh. but worth maybe just mentioning where the ladder's at. I think we're starting to see a pattern emerge with these clubs, though, Cam. Yeah, we won by 70 points last week and went down two spots. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. so, yeah, a couple of big wins got teams ahead of us on percentage. But it's, it's pretty tight. So your top teams... Your top five are all on 12 points, which is... Nearham South, Trafalgar, Langland, uh, us at Bullen, and Longwari. Um, now a couple of them, Nearham South and Traff, are on top. They've they've had a buy, so they're actually three and zip, whereas the other three are three and one. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it is it is looking like probably with the exception of Allen Bank that the the top sort of five or six teams are starting to look to, will take shape, aren't they? Yeah. No, definitely. And uh, we did see. Uh uh, Nearham South a couple of weeks ago now, and admitted they were against Nilma Darnham there, but um, won by 240 yeah. odd points or whatever. But we saw um, a terrific double prong attack there with um, Chris Urey and Lockie Bembridge. Bembridge, yeah. Uh, and um, the young boy Bembridge is only 20 or 22 years old, but he's um, very similar to the boy Norton from the Western Bulldogs. Similar looking player, similar style body, left footer, and can he clunk it, Mark? That. I'll tell you, they're going to be hard to play against yeah. uh, near south this year. So we played them first up in the wet, yep. and their pressure around the ball was really good. So obviously because it was wet, the big forwards didn't have much of an impact yeah. um, for either side. Um, but their pressure around the ball through the midfield was really good. Yeah, It's funny, Bambridge uh, started at Warrigal last year, and we played them early in the year when I was at Druin. He played up on a wing, and I actually thought he was about their best player on a wing that yeah, day. So amazing. he's obviously can play in many spots. Terrific athlete, but what a great apprenticeship for him too. Now he goes into this two-pronged attack with a guy like Chris Urey, who's yeah. um, just an exceptional local footballer and has been for a very long time. We were talking to Chris before the game, Brad and I, uh, at that day, and he was saying um, he's really frustrated playing deep in the forward line. He wants to be where the footy is, even <laughs> at his age. Uh, he just he gets frustrated and um, wants to come up and get the footy, but he's teaching young Bembridge... That, that's a good combination. And they've got some strong midfielders that day. I think young Fuller was really good with the footy with yeah, the blonde okay. hair as well as the skipper there. So they're looking pretty good, the Cats. Uh, but they're not on their own. So there's a couple, including your mob, who are uh, coming up behind them. Three wins in a row for Bull and Bullen. Says that they're challengers at the moment. And so Bull and Bullen, what do we say? Fourth on the ladder. Lang Lang third, Trafalgar second. So today we're talking second versus fourth. And should be a good game of footy. You've got about eight... 
out of your normal side, but a few changes this week as well. Yeah, we've had a few blokes haven't even got going yet this year, um, but that happens. You, as we said earlier off air, it's very rare you get your full full side. Might not ever. So yeah, exactly. That's true, and I'm looking at the ins and outs for you guys this afternoon. Um, big injury Saturday yeah. during the game. Turned out it looked like it was an ankle at the time, but you can confirm it is without giving too much away. <laughs> yeah, she's... Uh, He's got a uh, bit of a chip on the bone, and it's still too swollen to get an MRI on. Wow. So yeah. we might might miss him for a bit, and pretty pretty big one when it was in the last couple of minutes of the game. Too. Is uh, Monaghan today? Yeah, Bryce. Mo- so Bryce is a very experienced footballer, yep. so he'll he'll um, play deep and probably just straighten us up as as Sam does. Yeah, so. right. So he's a very experienced footballer. Nice way of saying he's over thirty five. He's old. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's old. <laughs> <laughs> to this, you'll, you'll have to shout him a few later on. And you've got a debutant today, first gamer in um, Finn Hammond. We do. So Finn, Finn will play a bit out on the wing. He's pretty quick. He's pretty clean. Um, so hopefully he can be clean with the step up today. Yep. He's one of those kids, he's got the crazy eyes a bit. And yep. I was told a story about him on Thursday. Um, I think it was he was waiting for his parents to pick him up. And he doesn't live too far away. They, they weren't coming, so he just jumped in a tractor and decided he'd drive the tractor home. <laughs> so <laughs> I, he does have sort of, yeah, he's got a bit about him. <laughs> Finn, yeah. I, I like him. No, okay. yeah, well, hopefully he goes well. We'll let's see if that transfers into some <laughs> footy this afternoon in the SEN track match of the day. And just a reminder, that's between two and five this afternoon here from Trafalgar Football Ground. It's Trafalgar, second on the ladder, playing host today to the Liebirds from Bullabullin Football Club, who are fourth on the ladder. Bull and Bull with three wins on end after uh, a loss to Newham South at the start of the season. And the Bloods undefeated so far. So should be an exceptional game of footy. We'll uh, get through a few more details of that one coming up after the news. Um, but uh, in talking about that, now I want to revisit something we talked about in the last couple of shows. Greg Norman, it's a little bit of a change of direction here. Yeah, okay. Wanting to play in the... I know you're a big fan. Uh, wanting to play in the British Open, age 67... And the Royal and Ancient have responded. They're, they're the rulers of golf. Everyone yeah, thinks okay. the PGA Tour are. And they've said, no, sorry, champ, you're going to have to qualify. So I've heard a little story during the week that he's decided he's going to have a go at qualifying at 67 years of age. Well, I could think of better things to be doing yeah, at 67 right. years you know, of Particularly age. playing at St Andrews in Scotland's 150th anniversary. I understand why he wants to do it, but... Uh, you're not happy about not being given an exemption, and uh, he, he might have to. Can you imagine if you're a young, nervous touring pro and you're turning up and say, This is my big chance, <laughs> pre qual for the British Open? I mean, that's big news. Yeah. Uh, and you're lining up next to the great white shark. Yeah, it'd be pretty nerve wracking, I reckon. I reckon it'd be very. Your <laughs> grip pressure on the first tee shot might be uh, a bit of a challenge there. Are you listening to. Saturdays in Gippsland here on SEN Track through Latrobe Valley and Southwest Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman, Juan Thaggy. We're here through until midday. A couple of big interviews coming up and a big story on uh, what's going on with the Bass City Council and uh, the Hawthorne Football Club just lining up a little uh, talent academy there. We'll be speaking to a local councillor for that one as well as a couple of... um, uh, a couple of the officials from the mob you're up against this afternoon, so I'm expecting some hard-hitting questions <laughs> of the senior coach of Traff this afternoon. Do your very, very best there, mate. Um, and I've just got a little note here. I might have missed this in my notes, but people have sent me a note. And the South Gipsy, uh, Gippsland Umpires Association today are recognising Vin Halley for 600 games of footy. There's another milestone well today. Well done, Vin. Isn't it amazing that all these umpires are uh, coming up with these milestones on the same day, and it's umpire appreciation 
It's week. very good. Yeah. Anyway, good on the Umpires Umpire Appreciation Week and Nude Gardening Week as well today, or Nude Gardening <laughs> Day today. Time for us to go to the news when we come back. There'll be more Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. Uh, we'll talk to you then. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. Live on SEN Track, Latrobe Valley 91.9 FM and SEN Track, Southwest Gippsland 91.3 FM. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. Up oh, Saturdays in Gippsland here. Thanks to Harvey Norman, Juan Thaggy. Apologies for that. Just got caught out having a little chat here, Dowdy, here with Cameron McFan in the absence of uh, Brad Sinclair this afternoon. Um, now, Cam, I did see an interesting article. I don't know uh, whether we've got him on the line just yet. We'll keep going until we get the word that we have. Ah, terrific. So, now, I noticed this during the week, and um, it was uh, through our socials as well. The Basco Shire Council were thrilled to announce a new partnership with the Hawthorne Football Club, and here to enlighten us on what uh, actually took place is someone that I'll do within the last six to 12 months, and that's the former mayor of that region, but still a councillor. It's Councillor Brett Tassari. Brett, good afternoon and welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. G'day, Ian. How you going, mate? I'm well, Brett, and I said good afternoon. It's still morning, of course, so uh, great to have you on the show. Uh, thank you, mate. And uh, we're just interested in the uh, what we saw, the announcement with the Hawthorne Football Club. Can you fill us in on what exactly has taken place there? Yeah, look, it was a great initiative uh, started by our CEO. About 12 months ago, we've been negotiating this deal, and we um, saw that there was... Uh, participation numbers in, in amongst our girls in football and sport in general, but football falling away. So we approached uh, the Hawthorne and the Essendon Football Club to see if they'd be interested in um, bringing their VFLW side down this way. Um, and while they both uh, came back to us positively, it was the Hawthorne Football Club that were interested in sort of pursuing it. Um, so yeah, that, that's what we've done. And Along the way, mate, they've, um, they've been fantastic to deal with. So now we, we've got uh, a partnership with Box Hill and uh, with the VFLW and the AFLW of the Hawthorne Footy Club, and it's just great. What a great partnership that is, and well done uh, to everybody involved. Yeah, and I saw you in the photograph there, Brett, with your little Hawthorne jumper on in the background. <laughs> you must be like a little kid on Christmas morning as a Hawthorne supporter to be involved in this program. Oh, mate, I, I said to the young girl that was uh, introduced as a, as the uh, AFLW's fourth uh, signing that uh, I'll be the closest tag that she'll have uh, for the season because uh, I'm a passionate <laughs> Hawthorne person, always have been. Um, so, yeah, I'll, uh, I was very, very wrapped, mate, when it was the Hawthorne Footy Club that was uh, interested in pursuing this and, and not the Essendon Footy Club. Yeah, imagine we understand the Hawthorne and Essendon relationship too. It could have left a nasty taste in your mouth. So what does it actually mean for the region in terms of women's footy? Yeah, what, what it means, mate, is they're, they're gonna, they've agreed to come down and do a, a series of um, clinics um, uh, right across the whole of the Shire. So so the girls will come down here and, and run clinics on, on the island, Grandpool, Inglock, Lontagy. Um, so that that's fantastic exposure for, for us as, as a shire. It also gets our kids involved in in, um, in getting outside and running around with the footy. Um, they've also said that they they're going to do their um, their camps down this way. So they're going to bring their their Box Hill um, 
the the VFL and the VFLW sides down here and, and, and have camps down this way as well. Um, and it's really just, it's an opportunity for, for them to come down and spread the, the word of, of, you know, girls participating in football in Bass Coast, but it's also an opportunity for us uh, to proudly display what we think is the greatest area in Victoria, and that's the Bass Coast Shire. Uh, it is a very pretty part of the world, no doubt about it. But, uh, you know, this is also, I guess, a, a chance to showcase any talent we've got in terms of uh, young women playing footy and uh, their opportunity to perhaps progress through to Box Hill and then Hawthorne Footy Club, yeah? Yeah, well, we, we've actually... The, the captain of the, the VFLW side, Mara Luke, he's, he's from down this way. Um, and it was actually... It's funny, the photo that you're talking about before her mother was sitting... Tamara Luke's mother was sitting in the background photo bombing it. Um, so she's from down our way. And, and also Sophie Bolding, who plays for the VFLW, is from, from down here as well. Um, and there's also young, young um, Grace McCray from down here as well that we're hoping might get recruited. So definitely gives our girls an opportunity to be looked at more closely. Sure does, mate. Great initiative and congratulations to the Bass Coast Council for their role in that one. It's uh, terrific for footy in the local region, particularly women's... Brett, while we've got you and we're uh, almost out of time, you have another role within local footy here. Not many people might know this, but you are the chairman of the newly formed board of management for the Gippsland Football League as well. I know that because I sit in the boardroom with you uh, <laughs> and uh, things going pretty well for the start of the year in the Gippsland League, mate. Yeah, look, it's off to a really good, uh, really good year. I, I think um, we all expect Lingatha to always be strong, and and Maui have come out firing as well. But uh, there's been a few little surprises on the footy field and also on the netball court. So it's going well, Ian. But as you know, mate, we, we've certainly got our work cut out for us on, on the board, and we're busy at the moment, sort of, I, I guess, putting things in place to. Um, strengthen their air, not only this year, but uh, years to come. So it's a really um, challenging role, but it's also a role that uh, I know that the whole of the board are really eager to um, make work and work really well. No, I, I, can, I can vouch for that. Great group of people too. Enjoy working with them and your good self, Brett. And um, uh, hopefully the year continues to pan out in such a positive way. Hey, time's got away from us. Uh, Brett, but we want to thank you so much for uh, giving us your time this morning. Uh, well done uh, to the Bass Coast Shire Council on the uh, deal that's been done with the Hawthorne Footy Club and uh, hopefully it turns into um, uh, developing more talent in the region, which would be fantastic. Good luck with the Gippsland League, mate. Good on you, Ian. Thanks very much, mate. Thanks, Brett. That's Brett Tassari, councillor Brett Tassari and the chairman of the Gippsland Football Competition as well. Uh, you're uh, on SEN track here live from Trafalgar Football Club. Uh, we're about to take a break here thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. We'll be back to wind the show up right through till midday. We've got a couple more interviews, so don't go away. And then from 2 o'clock through till 5, it'll be the big game between Trafalgar and Bullen. Bullen should be an absolute beaut. I'm here with Cam McFan, who uh, has uh, been able to listen to all that. What do you think about that women's footy going into uh, the West Gippsland region? Well, Bass Coast have had... And it's been pretty well advertised. They've had a pretty good team down yeah, there for yeah, the last the few breakers. years. So yeah, yeah, so it's good. It's good that 
you've got a VFLW and an AFLW sort of team putting back into that area that have that have helped kick it off for a region. So yeah, just some recognition that there's some talent in the region too. And uh, and uh, Brett up to his elbows in it there with the Basco Shire Council. So well done to them. All right, time for us to take a break. Thanks to Harvey Norman One Thaggy. Your local store for computers and electrical when we come back. More interviews and a lead up to this afternoon's big game. Harvey Norman One Thaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. Live on SEM Track, you're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. Welcome back to Saturdays in Gippsland here live from the Trafalgar Football and Netball Club. Thanks to Harvey Norman One Thaggy, computers and electrical. Click and collect available now here with Ian and Cam McFan, who's standing in for uh, Brad Sinclair, who's at home nursing He's his... nearly forgotten about his, him already. Oh, no, I almost forgot his name. <laughs> with nursing his COVID-related uh, illness and uh, get well soon, buddy. Hey, uh, normally earlier in the show, we have a little segment that we like to call Nothing But Net, but we haven't got a stinger for that yet, but it's netball time. Let's talk a little bit about netball and joining us is from the Trafalgar Football Netball Club's a B-grade netball coach, Alicia Hallinan. Alicia, welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. Thank you for having me. Um, I think we can pick you up now nice and loud. Um, now, Alicia, things are going all right for the Trafalgar Footy and Netball Club so far. Yep, we've had a really great start to the season this year. Yep. Across both our seniors and our juniors. Yep. So our A-grade um, are currently undefeated. So uh, Bullen actually are a strong club as well across all grades. So yep. it's going to be really interesting how the day goes in, um, across the netball today. Yes. So new recruits, have got any surprises for them in A grade? Um, we haven't got new recruits, but what we do, ha- do have is we have one of our B grade girls has moved up to A grade. Um, and today is her first game up. Really excited for um, Lucy Finlay, who will be making her A-grade debut. Um, and Lucy, along with uh, three other current A-graders, um, are all junior um, junior net- traffic netballers who have all graduated into the A-grade program. So yeah. we're super excited. Yeah, OK. And Alicia, your B-grade coach, do you play? Are yes, you still I, play? I'm still running around in, out there in B-grade as well. Right. So, <laughs> so playing coach. How, yeah. do you, how do you cope with that? So how do you address a player completely gassed at three-quarter um, time? I have great supports around me. So that you, you can't be a player coach without um, having great support. So I'm really lucky that I've got some really great um, people in around me to help with that. Yeah. But it just does come... I am... Um, a little bit older than some of the rest of the crew, so I think it just comes with a little bit of experience to be able to do that because it's not an easy job to do. No, it's not uh, under any circumstances. We talked about that. We use the word experience, don't we, Cam, yeah, rather than experience, old <laughs> <laughs> around here, especially when you get to my yeah. age. Um, so at the moment, the Bloods are in fifth place on the B-grade ladder, mm. your mob, but uh, yep. today up against the top undefeated team. top side. Yeah. It's going to be a big test. Yeah, it will be a um, we have had we've had a pretty um, hard start to the season. We've come up against the last year's minor premiers, Allen Bank round one, um, and then last week we played the who was second last week at Catani, and we, we beat them by five. That was a really tough game. Um, so today will be another test. You know, we've had in the club this week with obviously Lucy going up, so we've had to make a few adjustments at that B-grade level, but I think that we will be, you know, ready to take it on today. And in A-grade, of course, Bullen just outside of the mm. five, but uh, Traff 
Uh, equal top unbeaten, unbeaten after three yeah, uh, on top exciting. of the A grade. Yeah. So it's going to be a good one as well. It's going to be a great one. Um, like I said, our A grade is super exciting. We've got a really great mix of um, youth and we will go with experience as well. Yep, um, I like so, it. I like it. Um, and, you know, I think that's a really great recipe for success. Now, Alicia, you uh, also uh, watch TV with a chap at home by the name of Tom mm, Allen, yep. who is the senior football coach here yes, at the Blaze. that's correct, yep. So I came here first and yep. uh, he came over, uh, followed me over, and then, because um, he's a Newborough boy through and through, right. uh, once, uh, once tr- we moved into the Allen Bank League, he felt more comfortable coming on board in a coaching capacity, came yeah. in as assistant coach last year under Chris Kiriakou and then it's taken the reins this year. It's been, um, it's busy at home. It's busy on a Saturday morning and there's not a lot, lot of talking happening on a Saturday morning, right. let me tell you You're that. pretty busy. So who gets the bragging rights? Who's got to put the bins out on Saturday night? Uh, uh, that's our son's job. Right. Yeah, yeah, he's three and he actually gets upset if somebody else does his job right. for him. So. Very well organised. I did see Tom lurking around. We want yeah. to talk to him before we go. And we might let you go for good luck today Thank to the you. B graders and to the A graders. It's going to be an absolute beauty in the netball competition here at yep. Trafalgar. Great. Thanks so much for having me. Good on you. Thanks, Thanks. very much, Alicia. Uh, and we're just waiting. Tom's going to make his way in here now. Um, and as always, time hey, gets away from us. Just pop that headset on there. Tom, Tom Hallinan, the coach of the Trafalgar Bloods Footy Club. And it's a big one this afternoon. Welcome to SEN. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, probably don't need to say welcome to SEN because I know that you've um, done a bit of uh, airtime with the boys in Melbourne on the drive show and uh, special guests and that sort of thing. Yeah, never been shy. <laughs> no, 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 that's all good. So you, you, you're a local boy, obviously, born and bred uh, in Newborough, the doggies, but uh, find yourself here at the Bloods. How are you settling in? Yeah, it settled well. I think last year really helped that adjust. Um, it took the boys a little while. To understand or, or get used to the fact that I was coming from the opposition at that point, yep. uh, which was Newbar. Yep. Uh, so a lot of a uh, lot of good history between the two clubs, uh, two successful clubs. So yep. there, there's a lot of similarities yep. really between the two, and they yeah, really uh, hit our straps this year, which is great. So now I notice you're looking across uh, the room here at uh, my co-host today, Cameron McFan, <laughs> yes. and you're probably looking at that thinking, I'm pretty sure we've got a bit of research about this bloke, and um, we've got a plan. Afternoon, Cam. This is your chance. What yeah. questions have you got for Tom? Well, I'm a right footer. I play in the back pocket. To right. Begin with. <laughs> <laughs> Might not be telling the truth. <laughs> Look, probably the thing that impressed me the most, and I'm sure you'll enlighten us um, on this, is where you get the team sheets here and the player points, all one pointers except one. Yes. I just think that's so rare in footy nowadays. So obviously, pretty tight knit club full of locals. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and a, and that's sort of stemming from the good junior base that's there, and and really uh, promoting and ensuring there's good uh, induction of young fellas from under 18s into senior footy. So it, it's important at this point where we've got fellas who are more towards the end of their career, and then we've got those who are beginning their career that. We create that inclusive environment. We give them as much opportunity as possible to play senior footy, you know, take the learnings away from that and yeah. and hopefully get a transfer of knowledge in between the older and younger guys while, yeah. while it's, at, while Terrific. it's there. Terrific. Yeah, no, very good. And uh, no, no, still no mention what plans you've got for uh, my uh, co- uh, No. <laughs> we'll see how we go on his left foot. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it should be a pretty interesting battle through the midfield, though. Like Both teams clearly have the best ruckman going around with yeah. Bob and Matt for us and Dill for you blokes. So it'll be mm. interesting 
if one gets on top or if it is even all day through there. So who am I looking at for calling for the first time uh, Traff this afternoon? We called Bullen last week, so yep. we know who to look for there. Who am I for in this afternoon's call? Uh, I, I think uh, really uh, our, our midfield's uh, really good. We're, we're quite dynamic and we've got different midfielders who different appetite rolling through that middle of the ground. Guys who can win it. Left guys are on their right. Um, and, you know, that... that I think anywhere through the midfield, Clay Butler, you, you know, you've got your normal names, but if I had to throw up a, a, a couple of left-field ones, it'd be a Blake Radford, mm-hmm. um, it, it'd be a, a, a Connor Noonan, a Connor Dasty, you know, guys who uh, who are, are start really own their senior spot, um, which is really pleasing to see. No, terrific, terrific. I'm looking forward to this one this afternoon. Second versus fourth, and I guess as a coach... Do you really want to be playing all your cards today or do you keep a little bit under wraps for I'd, later I'd, in the year? I'd love to play on my cards today, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't because such is the anomaly of, of post-court of, of football. We've got guys who are... We've got a couple of guys playing polo cross uh, in New South Wales. We've got a couple of other injuries. We've got uh, another one who comes out of isolation this morning. Yep. You know, just all the normal stuff. I'm sure Bullen, Bullen are dealing with another club. So, you know, I, I think... All clubs are hoping that uh, that after a, a slower start to the year, or particularly pre-season, where guys really found and, and delved into other interests, um, we're still building a fitness base. We're still trying to understand and learn a little bit. So it'll be the second half of the year, I think, uh, we can be critiqued a little bit closer. Uh, very good. Uh, uh, Tom, Helen, and thanks so much for your time. Time's away from us again. I just want to uh, thank you for giving up time. We might talk to you after the game. Good luck this Happy afternoon. Days. And to Cameron McFan for stepping in on a last minute there with Brad Sinclair catching the COVID. Brad, I hope you're going okay. Cam, thanks for your time today. Thank you. And good luck to get a kick this afternoon. You've been listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman, Wan Thaggy. And we'll talk to you again at 2 o'clock this afternoon for the match of the day.